All right, your boy Nick's man to be here live from the MMB Radio studios for the MMB Radio podcast where no topic is too big or too small. We talk about them all, and tonight we're going to talk about some good stuff tonight. I have Jimmy Lloyd on the podcast. Jimmy Lloyd is a pro wrestler, but he's not your mom and dad's pro wrestler. We're going to get into that. We're going to talk about game-changing wrestling tonight, spring break down in New Orleans, getting ready for WrestleMania week. But before I get into all of that, before we get into all of that, I want to welcome him in right now. Jimmy, Jimmy, what's up? Welcome to the podcast. How much, chillin'? What's good? Um, so, yeah, like I said, uh, you're not your mom and pops type wrestler here. Um, not I've at seen all. A bunch, I've seen a bunch of your stuff before, and uh, I could say it's uh, you're not going to see any Duke the Dumpster Drosies or Duke the Clowns or any kind of gimmicks. It's just straight craziness going on. Um, I guess the first thing I want to uh, kind of ask you is, how did you get into pro wrestling? Well, actually, i just always been a fan. My cousin was a wrestling fan, and he took me to an indie wrestling show, which was CZW. And then from there, I was hooked. I just kept going back. Now, a lot of the people in this area, in the Philadelphia area, they're very familiar with CZW and uh, Combat Zone Wrestling. There's a lot of like ultra violent type matches. Um, when you got into pro wrestling, was that something that you strived? You wanted to do that hardcore style, or is that just something you just kind of just fell into? I always wanted to do it. I that's the style that I always liked, so it was always my intention to get into the deathmatch style. I I want to do all styles of pro wrestling, but deathmatches like watching guys like Danny Havoc, Sick Nick Mondo, Masada, Nick Gage. It really uh, made me want to become a deathmatch wrestler, so that's why I'm doing it today. Now, how does one psych themselves up to do something like that? I mean, you're going into this knowing that you're going to be like hit across the head with anything that's not you know tied down to the ground, going to be taking all kinds of you know cuts and bleeding and everything. I mean, some of these matches you come out like you've been in a car wreck. How do you psych yourself up for that? Uh, I don't know if I really psych myself up. I just go in hoping for the best. Um, it's really nerve-wracking going into the matches because you just never know what could go wrong, what could happen, because shit can go wrong at any time. So then you're involving, just in normal wrestling, shit can go wrong. And then you're involving glass, barbed wire, just a bunch of shit that you know is going to cut you up really bad. And you just hope that none of the cups... That you don't fucking die. Bad. <laughs> yeah. Hope you don't bleed out and... Or getting don't hit any main arteries or anything like that. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I know. So what? So one of the things I wanted to talk about is like so last year, um, a friend of mine was able to attend Spring Break down in Orlando, and they at Spring Break they have a match called the Clusterfuck Match. Um, so people that are not familiar with game changing wrestling and you know CZW and the death matches, explain what is a Clusterfuck Match. A clusterfuck match is basically what it says, clusterfuck. There's a bunch of dudes in it. It's it's a clusterfuck. There's, what, like 30 dudes in it. They all come in at random times, and then there's just a bunch of dudes in there. Like Kind of like the Royal Rumble style. It starts with two, then more guys come in as time goes on, and then it just turns into some kind of clusterfuck scramble match. And then it's just what again everything is fair game in these type of matches barbed wire steel chairs anything it's, it's all fair game. Yeah, it's all fair game. Uh, death is one of the uh, 
ways to get eliminated in the clusterfuck. That was one of the ways you could get eliminated in almost anything. Um, <laughs> true, true. But, yeah, you get eliminated from life. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so you had a big outing on that last year, and I'm assuming you're going to be taking part in this clusterfuck again this year. Yep, I'm the only guy in those clusterfuck since I won it last year. I get to enter it again this year. Now, what do you get for winning the clusterfuck match, other than just the recognition of being in the clusterfuck match? Oh, you get to be the king of the clusterfuck. You're the king. <laughs> I I beat I beat Dank Glacier. Technically, I beat them all. And then with this uh this clusterfuck match that you have, um, so what is like? Do you have a strategy going in there, or is your strategy just to like I said, not die, or um, is there anybody that you're targeting in this clusterfuck match? I have no idea who's in this clusterfuck match, so I'm going in just that day seeing who's in this match and my my only goal is coming out as a second winner so you'll be a two-time clusterfuck match winner is there anything else that you are you're going to be involved in that week down in new orleans i mean i know it's a big hotbed for wrestling fans and uh although the big show the e is running everything down there that weekend a lot of indie talent comes down there a lot of people come down to see things other outside of you know, the WrestleMania stuff. Uh, what else are you going to be taking part in? I'm doing some stuff, uh, like the Kaiju Big Battle stuff and a few other things. So should be a good weekend. Without giving away any kind of spoilers or anything, we might see you show up at different places. Yeah, ho- hopefully. We'll see. Anything's possible in pro wrestling. They they do say that, right? Anything is possible in, in pro wrestling. Um, now, when you when you got into wrestling and everything, did you have any kind of goals or anything that you wanted to do, or did you just kind of do it because you loved, you know, the passion for the business, or did you have like a, a, a set goal that you were like, I want to do this, or I want to accomplish this, or I want to get to this level? Well, my first goal was, of course, CZW because it's what I started watching, so that's the first goal I had in mind was getting into CZW, and then it turned into more international stuff and just pretty much doing anything I can to get my name out there and just get into the big companies and do the best I can. That's all I can really hope for. Now for aspiring talent out there, people that are trying to get into it, like what advice would you give them? I mean, I know you've kind of had a a unique route and unique kind of way of getting into the business, but for somebody who's new, who wants to get into it and wants to get into a dojo or do something like that, what advice would you give to them? Find a good school. The The compound's actually a great school. It's run by Game Changer Wrestling, and the head trainers are Nick Gage and Homicide. So you can't go wrong with that. Homicide's a guy that's done so much in the business in Ring of Honor, TNA. He's been all over the world. He's a world-class professional wrestler. So go into the compound. Uh, advice just in general, I would say um, learn everything you can. Soak everything in as a, like a sponge. Be a sponge. Soak every knowledge you can. Get every information. Talk to as many people. Always network. I say always hop in a car because that's the way that I really started getting booked all over the place. I just hop in cars with people and met promoters and always showed face and did whatever was told to me and opportunities came. 
And, that, and that's one of the advice I've given to people. I mean, obviously, I'm not in the wrestling business, but I'm just a huge fan of the business, and I've loved the yeah. business for so long. And people ask me all the time, they're like, well, what, what, should, what would you suggest that I do? I was like, same thing you said. I was like, you got to know everything about the business. You know what I mean? Like, watch video. Like, you really have to breathe and sleep and eat this shit because – you know, you can't go in there and be like, oh, yeah, I watch Monday Night Raw or, you know, I, I watched a, you know, a video back in the day, you know, expect to know what you're doing. So that's yeah, a real solid it's a, advice. It's really, it's really a lifestyle. Like, you just got to get into that for wrestler lifestyle. Like, it's constant go, 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 like hopping in cars, traveling all over, just networking with people, talking to the right people, because that's really all that's about. If you don't go out and show people you nobody's ever going to get to see you now how often do you wrestle like in a week i mean do you wrestle a couple nights a week is it weekends like it depends um it depends on the week sometimes i'm booked once a weekend sometimes i book three times a weekend and sometimes i go to mexico and do four shows during the week so it's it's always a different schedule now i just seen something on your twitter you were just in mexico recently right yeah, I just got back from Mexico not too long ago. I uh, went on a tour for representing Game Changer Wrestling and DTU. It was my third time in Mexico for DTU, and it was a really awesome experience. Now, what is the what's the experience like in Mexico as far as like Mexican wrestling fans and United States wrestling fans? You think of Mexico, and you know it's a whole lucha libre style and everything, but you went down there, you know, with the death match, you know, experience and stuff like that. Is there a, a different contrast between the two countries? Um, I feel like the Mexico fans are like they like worship our wrestlers, like they like uh Santa's like a god to them, like Lucha Libre is like it's like big there. So like they like really appreciate the wrestlers and like they're always asking for pictures. As soon as you as soon as you're done your match, like the fans are literally at the ring waiting for you to come down and get as many pictures as they can with you, which is pretty crazy. They like print out stuff for you to sign. So like they know who everybody is. Like they're smart. They study wrestling. They know what's going on in the U S and all over. So like, yeah, they're, they're really good fans. Now, a couple of questions that I got from a couple of fans on Twitter. Um, someone wanted to know if you could have a dream match against anybody, any kind of style match, who would it be against? Uh, that's a really hard question. Um, there's a lot of people I would like to wrestle. Uh, Deathmatch wise, I would like to wrestle John Vandig, which will, might never happen, probably won't. But what can you never know? Another one that probably would never happen is Sick McMondo. That's in the Deathmatch style, and uh, and uh, like a normal professional wrestling match, I would like to wrestle maybe Jushin Thunder Liger or Chris Hero one day. Yes, that'd be totally awesome. Did you get a chance to watch any of the uh, the strong style involved this past week? Uh, the uh, New, Jap- New Japan show? Yeah, did you or, get to see any of that? Yeah, I watched the New Japan show. I watched like half the show. Now, is that something that you'd be interested in doing, going over to like Japan and doing stuff like that, or are you just kind of just kind of staying like in North America scene? No, no, I, that's one of the goals right now is get to Japan. New Japan would be awesome. It's like the second biggest company in the world. So that would be huge. But like right now my goal in Japan is freedoms. Cause like, I feel like that's where I would do best as of right now. Cause uh, game changers really 
stepping it up with the deathmatch stuff and they're doing really good stuff. Like I went to Mexico and Freedoms was uh, also represented in DTU. So Freedoms in Japan would be where I want to go next. Now, if there's anything you could change about wrestling today, whether it be pro wrestling, deaf wrestling matches, if there's anything that you would like to see different, what would it be? Uh, I, I, I'm a, I'm really happy with the way professional wrestling is going right now. It's with the style of in ring stuff. It's great. I think it's like like the best it's ever been. People are doing more stuff and like the early 2000s stuff when people were first starting to innovate shit. Like I, I love that stuff, but like now I feel like pro wrestling's on fire. Like everybody knows who the young bucks are and they're not even on WWE. Everybody knows Kenny Omega because everybody's starting to learn more about the, like they hear about them names and then they start looking up, Oh, ring of honor. Like nobody knew what ring of honor was like people knew about it, but like, they didn't know about it like they know today. Like indie wrestling's really starting to blow up all over the place. So I think it's a good time for wrestling. Um, there's nothing really in ring that I would change. No, a lot of people, like you said, didn't know about Ring of Honor, and you get a lot of people on the internet because the internet is full of nothing but marks and trolls who want to complain about every little thing, and that's fine. You can have your opinions, but there's people out yeah. there that are saying that you know the big companies like WWE are killing the indie scene. When I look at it and say, you know what, it's depending how you look at it. I think, if anything, they're bringing more of a spotlight to the indie scene. Do you agree or disagree with that? Well, there's two ways of looking at it. They're basically NXT is – they're trying to make NXT the top independent by bringing in all the top independent guys and making NXT the top independent company for all the independent fans. But also – it's good. It's opening up jobs for people. Like before they weren't going to hire guys that look like the dudes on the Indies, like small, like they always wanted like big dudes and like, like WWE style guys. Now they're opening up and triple H is starting to see like, Oh, this is something big. Let me get all these guys. But it's also on the independent side, like people need to step their game up and become the next whoever, like, they go to WWE, great. You need to become the next – you need to take their spot. Definitely, definitely. Now, what is something you're looking forward to in New Orleans? I mean, have you been to New Orleans before? Like, like what is something you want to see or do when you go down there? I was in New Orleans last time. WrestleMania was there just as a fan. I went. So New Orleans was awesome. Uh, looking forward to going back. The food's really good there. Bourbon Street's fun. So it is. <laughs> with, with everybody there, I think it's going to be a, like a – Amazing time. Shit's probably going to get out of hand. Yeah, we could probably have like a makeshift like clusterfuck match right on Bourbon Street. There's probably going to – I feel like New Orleans is going to cause a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the last time I was there for WrestleMania 30. We were walking down Bourbon Street. There was people having like a like Ric Flair like chopping contest, like see who could hit someone the hardest. And like the police were just like letting shit happen. So um, I hope New Orleans is ready. When I was on Bourbon Street, I, at the time I was young, I was actually already training for like about a year, maybe a little less than a year, but some dude was like tasing people on Bourbon Street. <laughs> and then I don't even know how it happened, but like some dude started uh, wanting to wrestle me. <laughs> and he was like, uh, he was like, oh, I, I trained with Hernandez. Uh, 
I was like, oh, I'm a, I'm a wrestler too. And he's like, let's wrestle. And then he like started like acting like he was going to walk up. And then we just started wrestling on Bourbon Street. <laughs> I, my my dream fantasy is just to have like a DJ in one of these bars just hit like Natural Born Killer and just start coming out with like just you know, Jack just <laughs> – just throwing shit all over Bourbon Street, just picking up shit and just start fucking hitting people. But yeah, that'd be um, awesome. I don't know, new, new I don't know if that's gonna awesome. happen. <laughs> so <laughs> now, now you have a strong presence on social media. Let everybody know where they can find you out on social media. So for people that are like, who is Jimmy Lloyd? What is these death matches he's talking about? Like, if people want to get interested in seeing this stuff and kind of like know more about you and game changing wrestling, how can they find that? Uh, you could follow me on. Twitter at Jimmy Lloyd Nine. You can look me up on Facebook. Just look up Jimmy Lloyd. I'll pop right up. Uh, if you want to follow Game Changer Wrestling, their Twitter's at Game Changer Wrestling underscore. Yeah. Uh, look up Game Changer Wrestling. Buy their stuff on Smartmark Video. I just recently ran a show by my birthday party on Smartmark Video. <laughs> I did see that. I seen you post that on Twitter. That was very awesome. <laughs> How long have you been with Game Changing Wrestling? Uh, I started there. Like, I went and helped out at Tournament of Survival, which was the first one back in uh, June two or June three years ago in June this year. So it will be three years ago in June that I started helping out. I started wrestling there in September. I made my debut against Nate Hatred. So if somebody yeah. was going down to New Orleans for WrestleMania week, all right, and then you're like, oh, we want to see, you know, uh, we want to see Spring Break. We want to see Game Changing Wrestling. We want to see that. What right now, if you had to cut a promo on them, what would you do or say to convince these people to go to check you out in a clusterfuck match as opposed to any other event that's going on at that time? Well, Spring Break's gonna be fucking awesome. Like, look at the card. Look who's involved. You, why wouldn't you go to Spring Break? You're gonna get your money's worth. You're gonna get to see some of the top matches. On the independence, you're going to get to see Great Sasuke, which I don't believe has been in the United States since King of Trios 2011. So there's a great chance to see a wrestling legend go against Joey Janela. You got Pentagon Jr. or Pentagon El Meadow uh, against Nick Gage. So, like, look at the card. Like, then look at what everybody else is doing. This is something different. Walter versus PCO. Like, James Ellsworth versus Matt Riddle. Like, where else are you going to find this shit? That's one of the badges I have to say I'm actually really excited about seeing. Uh, when they posted that on Twitter, I was like, I'm sold. I want to see this. I feel like they're really being smart like last year and this year of being totally different from what everybody else is doing. Like everybody else is going to run that super indie show. Okay. But spring break, something different. Like this is a place where you get to see different style of matches. Like you're not going to get to see that everywhere else. Also, they're running that blood sports show, which should be pretty cool to watch. Yeah. I was going to say, and I saw that they have Dan Severin's going to be there. Like that there, yeah, like Dan. got me excited. I'm like, wow, I want to, I want to see Dan to be Severin. Like, you know, I haven't seen him forever. Yeah. yeah he wrestled Matt Riddle last year at spring break. Yeah. That and it's, it's crazy. Like I regret not going to spring break last year. You know, and my friend was like texting me pictures of it, and I'm like, dude, I'm so fucking envious and jealous of you right now. Like, I wish I was there. So I'm definitely making sure that I'm there this year 
and everybody else should be going there as well, like you said, because the card right alone right there is just is just amazing. And he said they're doing something different than anybody else is doing right now. So you're gonna see you're not gonna sit there chanting same old shit. You're not gonna see the five moves of doom. You're gonna see some hardcore shit that you've never seen before. Plus you're gonna be in a clusterfuck match. So what other better chance to see you defend your title? When you title a match the clusterfuck, I think it's pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, I say when I saw it, I'm like, all right, I gotta know what this is all about. So. Everybody can go ahead, and they can still get tickets for that. Um, it's going to be uh, on the Friday, right? Is that what it is, the Friday evening? Uh, um, yeah, Friday night at midnight. Okay, and that's the cool thing, too, is this is a late start. So it's just like you can go out and do all the other you know, New Orleans and WWE shit earlier in the day. Go ahead, go on Bourbon Street, get fucked up, and then head on over <laughs> to spring break and just watch everybody else fuck each other up while you're fucked up. So all it's just like it's a, it's a great time. And also for the people that can't come out to New Orleans, they can also watch it on WWN Live. It's going to be live on nice. the internet for the whole world to see. So, might as well check it out. Yet. Like if you seen like they posted this thing about the tickets for all the promotions, mm-hmm. and it's crazy. Spring Break is the top selling independent show. Like they're beating, they're already over a thousand tickets sold. So you already know it thousand people are going to be there which is awesome and they're beating progress evolve like they're top indie companies they're they're the companies that are people are talking about and spring break is overshadowing it it's it's insane i feel like they're definitely this is definitely one of the biggest independent shows in a long time uh i feel like this is the biggest indie show that weekend besides wwe and ring of honor so it's on its own level that these other shows can't even compete with. Yeah, it's, it's literally insane. Like, even the presentation of it, like, with all the promos that they've been doing, like the John Carlo promos, have you seen them on Twitter? They're, have, they're amazing. It, like, nobody else is – like, every match announcement has had a video for it. Like, it's different. It's not just a picture that you're looking at. You get to – watch a video and like I feel like it brings more hype to the matches which a lot of people have been saying on the internet the whole Wrestlemania card there hasn't been a whole lot of hype for the matches they're just kind of just being put together where this year yeah. gets you excited for the matches you're like spring break I've seen they have the uh, the spring break t-shirt available now so you can go ahead and get the t-shirt for it and yep, that, yeah, just, just, and just have a great time with it yeah, I'm actually wearing my spring break shirt from last year right now as we speak. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, you know, what's funny because I usually have like a lot of adult film stores on the podcast and I usually ask them what they're wearing or not wearing. Um, <laughs> and, 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 I, and I appreciate you just letting me know what you're wearing, you know, um, no. but we won't go into that route of a podcast. But uh, no, I mean, it's totally awesome, you know, that you're, you're able to take some time to talk to us and everything. And, uh, like, I really appreciate you taking the time. You seem like a really cool, chill dude. And hopefully I get the opportunity to meet you in person when I'm down there in New Orleans. And, again, definitely. anybody who – We definitely got to meet. Yeah, and anybody who, doesn't, anybody who doesn't have tickets for spring break, get them now. Get your fucking tickets because you can't miss spring break. If you miss if you spring miss... break, then, then you're just – you're missing out. You're, you're not a part of history. Exactly. Don't be like me. I regretted not going last year. You know what I mean. So I'm definitely yeah. going to be in the in the house this year. Check it out. 
So, yeah, Jimmy, definitely. we appreciate you again talking to us, and uh, much success to you in the clusterfuck match, and definitely just just tear the house down next week, and you know bring that that two time clusterfuck winner, Jimmy Lloyd. It's got a nice. Thank you for nice having me. To it. <laughs> Thanks for having me. It was awesome. We're changing no the problem, fucking man. game next week. Joey Jones, Spring go. Break, New Orleans. You better be there. GCW all day. Awesome, awesome, man. Take care. We'll be talking to you real soon. Awesome. This is Jimmy fucking Lloyd, and you're listening to Mixed Master B on MMB Radio.